Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello, and welcome to the NXT 2.0 preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamplow and Michael Suchis. Look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT 2.0. But before we get into this, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. We're not only review NXT 2.0, but also Monday Night Smackdown, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, we have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on Your bad news, Wilborn. When you're off, it takes a lot of effort for me or Cedric to have to master all that spiel, and then you come back in and you do this, and we can't impersonate that. It's like subjecting one of us to a rampage rap. It's like, uh, do my intro, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Record the whole thing. Right in a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, join by Hamlet Cedric to look ahead to NXT 2.0 tonight. Uh, and a stacked show, to be fair, Hamlet. I loads on it. So hopefully everything will be kept short. NXT's back, baby. <laughs> Didn't like all this attempting to be a serious wrestling <laughs> product in the last few weeks. Was. Let's let the good times roll. Stacked. It's, uh, it's busy. Yes. Big piles of... Sh- they're also stacked, aren't they? Yes. In farmer's fields. Yes, they are. I'm not looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, are, are you? I'm, I'm looking forward to elements of it, and we've got lots of games to play today. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the games, the fruition of the games. Because it's two hours. If it was one hour, this would be better than Dynamite. <laughs> but, it's, but it's two hours. It's just the joke wears thin. But there's a lot of stuff happening, so hopefully it'll just keep rolling tonight. Yeah, it's good for your bullet points. It's not good for my uh, enjoyment. Yeah, for fair point. What's next for NXT 2.0? <laughs> <laughs> Got Von Wagner and Grayson Waller leading this, this new surge. Now they got rid of the dead wood that was Kyler Riley and don't Johnny Gargano. <laughs> I don't want to hear that word again. I just, uh, big guys, always the same. Just uh, some little tiny amount. No, some, just the same. Always big guys. <laughs> Under weaknesses, I, at this moment, have eczema. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've got stomach. It's pissing me off again. Under strength, you put nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Under strength, you put heart. So. <laughs> <laughs> Come, it's not really strength, is it? Come. Um, uh, it's more of the same. Uh, what is potentially good, we were just talking about this before we recorded, short squashes. It's kind of what made early 2.0 great. It was this failed but noble effort to get these instant characters over. It's like, well, he must be good because he's just won a match in two minutes, even though I didn't know a thing about him until 10 minutes ago. At least as a 
as an ex- as a viewing experience, it's really palatable. Mm. Like it's really it's watchable trash, and it is absolute trash. But it's so much more watchable. It's a bit like I remember going to see uh, Ricky Gervais do stand up, and the support act was one of those people who they tell jokes, but there's no. It's not like I always like people who like take you on a bit of a story, or you know, chuck in a few jokes alongside telling you about their life or whatever. This was he was this bloke who just told you like. Just funny, you know, I always wondered why Frisbee's got bigger when he got close to you and then it hit me. Those sort of jokes. Okay. And I was like, enjoyed I thought, it. I thought you did. I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it. And then about 10 minutes in, I was like, right, let's get, you know, this is just boilerplate. Tim Vine, who's like unbelievable at those. He'll knock out like five in a minute and you're like, well, all right, you can do it because it's just gag, gag, yeah. gag. Yeah. I think that's what I'd compare NXT to, but O2 of just like, oh, this is great. And then after a bit, you're like... Right, is there anything else behind this? Or no, I get it, I get it. This podcast, because it's like, we've gone about 30, 40 seconds since Wilborn's done a funny voice, and then you nail one just in time, and then we're on to the next one. What do you think? What, what is, when I say what's next for what, NXT 2.0, is, like, is there genuinely, I'm not to get too deep here, but what is the future for this brand? Like, are we going to be sat here in the end of next year talking about 2.0? Whatever the future is, they've kind of arrived at it arrived at it mm. right now. Yeah. They've told the story. The story is, get your, you know, your kick pad lads who can go out of the door, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and now two of them are out of the door. Gargano's out the door. Kyle O'Reilly's out the door. Um, Chima- uh, Ch- Chimampa. Champa and Dunn are still there, I guess, but the the, the story... Strong's got a title. At the time, I always forget about Roderick Strong, poor guy. I shouldn't be talking more about Bobby Fish than Roderick Strong in the year of our Lord 2021, <laughs> but here we are. Um, now, the story, like the future, or whatever this show is, it's sort of materialized right now. The narrative has been the 2.0 guys have replaced and have felled yeah, the black and gold brand, and that's it now. The future's now. We've got Ron Wagner leading the charge. <laughs> I love, I love that, like, there's, there continues to be fallout from the Wednesday Night War. So in AW and NXT, we talk about TV rights fees renewals and how TNT, or soon to be TBS, are getting an absolute steal with Dynamite. Do you think USA Network are like, we're not giving you that much for this? Have <laughs> 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 you actually watched this? We're halving the zero dollars we're paying you. You can start paying for the rights yourselves. Like, it's going to have to pay to exist. It's, it may be doomed because I don't know when these fees get renegotiated. It was 2019 or 2018. No, it must have been 2019 that they talked their way on to USA. Yes, there's been a subsequent renegotiation for NXT mm-hmm. from the Tuesday, I think. So I, I oh, doubt yeah, they're getting, they getting much. Seen as a concession, wasn't it, that they moved to Tuesday. So I'd be really interested in that next deal because this is now, at very least, a developmental again. It's got, in a roundabout sort of way, it's got more identity than the last version of NXT. It might not look like it on the surface, but it does. These are developmental talents, by and large. You need one or two people there to help them along, but fundamentally, they're like not all ready. So how long will a TV network continue to accept that as a wrestling show? Well, that's a conversation for another time. Uh, instead, we'll talk about... I love that. That's the nicest way possible talents want to shut up. No, well, <laughs> I, I, feel like we, I feel we could go into real depth yeah. about this, but it's, it. we're going to just talk about hard lands what you're saying, in and I've already forgot instead. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about hard lands in-ring debut. Yes! He's going to wreck some dude, isn't he? I, yes. Structure of the matches, no one's getting a lick on him. He's going to wreck the dude. I'm more interested in what he does to that hard camera. I want to hear Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon's voice ringing in my ears as Harland is in the ring. 
I want to see him like. I'm looking forward to the entire aesthetic production from Bell to Bell, and even before the Bell, like he's going to come out with some kind of dark atmospheric lighting where you're only going to see the certain whites of his face, mm-hmm. and he's going to stare down the hard camera, and he's going to look seriously intense. And um, I think what's going to happen is that he's going to like really kill this unfortunate jobber who's in the ring with, and he's going to be really slow about it, and he's going to like pick him up and maybe do like, you know, when they hook the arm over the old head for the suplex, he's going to stare down the hard camera, super intense, horror land stuff. And like, it's a shame. It's the first time I've ever said this, but it's a shame Mauro Ronaldo's not still there. He would be hilarious putting this fella over, I expect, but unfortunately, we've got Vic Joseph um, doing it instead. We're going to get loads of like proper Vince words. And it's a, Desecration of his opponent. <laughs> An annihilation, desecration, pain, punishment. We're going to get a semantic field of absolute bollocks. And <laughs> uh, at the end, Haaland is probably going to try and kick too much ass after securing the win. And that's when Joe Gacy comes in the ring and says, come on, he's had enough. That's not how we resolve our conflicts in wrestling. I expect this to be goofy in the extreme. I'm expecting to go absolutely stark bollock naked with a hard on over the synonyms the lighting choices like all of this is going to be trashed on social media tomorrow by about the 12 people who still enjoy <laughs> trashing nxt but i've got a feeling i'm gonna just go way too far the production will the mayhem that lives within Holland be unleashed <laughs> <laughs> and can we even be possibly ready for that nightmare according to <laughs> wwe.com's right up how do you feel about all this? <laughs> what was the old toxic attraction? Well, can they remain the most dominant force in NXT? He was the, before they made him this guy, he was the Brock Lesnar guy, wasn't he? He was, I. Uh, One of my favourite Brockisms that they will try and force him to perform, even when Brock does it, it's completely natural, is that weird voice-breaking primal scream that Brock does. When he's really into battering somebody. Ah! Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. Imagine trying to, like, force somebody to do it, yeah. like, on command. Like, <laughs> we want three of those. We want one when the match starts as part of your elaborate entrance. We've been your carrying cross-type fallen prey thing. Get yeah, more like a triple eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We want one, like, when you... Yeah. <laughs> what was the one he did after the Katie Vick one? Where, <laughs> where, like, he did it, did it to coach and walked off screen. <laughs> what a sick thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, noises. That's the question. Noises. Loud noises. noises. I can't wait. What Malik, do you think's going to happen? I think I'm, I'm looking at the roster and the way they normally do it. I think Malik Blade's just going to be fed to him and he's just going to stiff him quite a few times and wreck him in three minutes. Like, you're right. And I like the idea of Joe Gacy going, hey, that's enough. After he's like killed him. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, I'm buzzing about this tonight. Not the only thing, of course. Got lots to look forward to. Uh, non title match. Roderick Strong, Cruiserweight Champion versus, presumably, number one contender, Braun Breaker. Could this fight legitimately be brilliant? Yeah. <laughs> um, Roderick Strong had a pretty boring match at War Games with Joe Gacy. Pretty drab. The only good bits was when you were getting some like Roderick Strong high spots. Couple of little flashes by the end, little flourishes that took you back to him being booked in a product that loved him for who he was, rather than trying to like wedge him into this strange cruiserweight diamond mine version of himself. He's going to put Bron Breaker over tonight, but it won't just be about laying down for a pin. It'll be doing a better job than Tommaso Ciampa did in the singles match of obscuring Bron Breaker's weaknesses. 
bit of a wrestling analysis this match encourages you to do on this otherwise ridiculous broadcast. I want to see them earnestly build on what was a like, profound success story of War Games, which was brought everybody to a man just accepted. Oh, all right, yeah, he's the real deal. I'll absolutely buy him. I understand that you're going to have to use some bells and whistles and cover a few things, but that's how wrestling works. More of that tonight. I think this could absolutely rule. Like, it's certainly, if Bron Breaker can live up to the billing that everybody has given him and everybody wants for him, this sort of has to rule. So there's a good sort of pressure on this. I actually had a spot <laughs> that I want to see. Usually that's my nerd AEW brain communicating through my mouth of, oh, I'd love to see them do that. I see the wrestlers do this spot because I'm mm-hmm. a nerd and I think about this stuff too much. Roderick Strong doing that um, big like back and forth sprint into like the forearms to the cheek. Cut off half- halfway through by Bron Breaker wrapping his arms around the waist and has tossed him like a piece of trash over his shoulder. Like they could have a proper fired up. Or the Steiner line as well. Yes. Strong does the flip. Yes, 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 yes. There's like, ah, this could bang. if Just let them bang. I think Roderick Strong's winning this because I think they are going to... It would be very NXT. Well, this is what I'm thinking is, I'm thinking, when we got New Year's Evil, obviously, which is the start of January, and I assume we're all thinking Bron Breaker fighting for the title, but I think they're going to try and drag out a little bit longer and put him in a series of matches with Roderick Strong. It's going to make him look even better than this one-off match. So I think he looks like he's going to batter Roderick Strong. He is. He's chucking him about like an empty tracksuit in the words of Adam Nicholas. And Ivy Nile is going to get involved. And then I think Bron is going to have to get himself some female muscle, either a Raquel Gonzalez or a Kaylee Ray. And then you've got that feud to go to, to uh, New Year's Evil. You've got um, Cora Jade. We'll talk about her in a bit. Fighting for the women's title. You got Grayson Waller easily shot and straight into the title picture for the men's thing because he's just killed Tommaso Ciampa's best mate. It is at very least, despite oh, everything. Yeah. Despite I mean, I like the idea of being correct as opposed to NXT 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, like I was just going to say, in spite of its obvious failings as a show, NXT 2, you can book that stuff, and there's a chance it's going to happen. They do sort of still thread stories together. Yeah. It's not quite as wild west as the main roster. I wish. I appreciate Scott Stein is almost never going to, and WWE never going to make friends. I wish it wasn't so tricky with Rick, because I will say, Bron Baker and Rick Steiner versus the Creed Brothers would be an oh. absolute blast. That's, oh. that's like perfect delaying strategy Bron Breaker stuff. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Like, and I, so I, like, that's not impossible. I don't really want to see him lose. I don't know if like, maybe the ice is skating on with Bron Breaker is a little bit thin because the champion match wasn't good enough. Like, he lost there, and that, that should be fine, but the match underwhelmed well, as I'm well. trying to get him more matches in the interim. Yeah, Rather than true, popping yeah. the title straight on him at the start of January, you can take it till, I don't know, there's maybe a takeover in February or something. Look at us, giving a toss. Yeah. Well done. Speaking of the speaking of titles, we're talking about Cora Jade there. She's uh, She's got Dakota Kai, who's crazy tonight, uh, Michael Hamper. <laughs> presumably, I know obviously they had the back and forth with her and Raquel Gonzalez and uh, the involvement of Kaylee Ray last week, but it was like Cora Jade's next in line despite the arm injury, which she was selling after all games. Yeah, I can't really hear any of this, even though it all sort of feels a bit bang average in principle, like that she's probably going to overcome against the Dakota Kai, who can help her, who can bring her along. We talked about like developing these talents. She's got this bad arm. She's almost certain to get a title shot against Mandy Rose, which she doesn't need to win, but... Yeah, it's. I don't expect this to be that great. I think the one of the maybe the problems with this show is that you see this uh, like 
experienced veteran-like figure versus a newcomer, and your expectation is, oh, it's going to be great because they're carrying through it, but it just becomes, well, how green is the person working? Yeah. How green is the rookie? Not all of them are delivered, and that's not really always anybody's fault. If this was taking place with no cameras, it'd be of a perfectly good standard. It's just we hold it to a much higher one. I think this will be decent. I don't think it'll be anything special, but they'll be satisfied with Cora Jade's progression to so that Mandy Rose match. She's coming down on the skateboard? Oh, absolutely. One Injury or not, she'll be out on that skateboard. Am I correct in thinking, recalling, that Dakota Kai and Cora Jade had a match that went one minute and 40 seconds or something, and it was, like, horrendous? Double check, check that, that for me, because that memory, if indeed it's accurate... I know Corey, Cora Jade had a match, and it went, like, a minute, was and it, it was rubbish. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure somehow it was against Dakota Kai. Um... And if that is the case, as Will Bourne's... 226, Dakota Kai defeats Cora Jade on the 2nd of uh, November. It was episode. horrendous. It was horrendous, yes. if I recall. It didn't have any right to be horrendous because it just should have got its story out the door very quickly, but it was bad, 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 bad. Um, so that doesn't really uh, inspire much confidence in the second match. The agented... The agent everything to death, the major matches anyway. So the agented Cora Jade in the War Games match to death. I thought she did a good job within those parameters, personally. But, you know, there was a heavily agented, very story-driven um, quality to that. You expect this is going to go a longer amount of time. Um, look, maybe they had an off night the first night, but I just remember how on earth has that managed to be horrendous. So, yeah, I can only forecast um, something quite terrible. Sorry, right. but, you know. No, yeah. They're green. Loads of these wrestlers are really green. It's frustrating. They're allowed, to have, they're allowed they to have not very good matches. It's frustrating when they go, and they've done this for a while, obviously, in 2.0, when they're like, here's this really good wrestler. Now make this other wrestler go- look yeah. good. And you're like, got only Lorcan there, guys. Come on. No, not anymore. Well, not anymore. And yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It's just, <laughs> oh, get, get, Garnier, get Gargano and Lorcan and O'Reilly out of there so we can look at all these green people that we don't that have to be carried through all these bloody matches. They're bigger. Oh, younger. Do funny voices <laughs> as well, so. <laughs> right, we've got a couple Adam of... Wilborn's big. And he does funny voices. Could he... If there's any Are we brand... we lose him? If there's any wrestling better. brand he belongs to, it's NXT 2.0. <laughs> Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like, what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like, what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Right, we've got a few uh, other matches to look forward to before we can get to the, the main part of this podcast, which is, of course... The games. The games, yeah. Um, let's talk... Carry Graham, baby, to the moon. Does it every time? Against <laughs> Bloody Hudson with his blonde wig. Uh, no bloody holds barred. How do you see it playing out, Sage? Well, I'm, not, no, I'm not expecting this really gnarly, hate-fueled, <laughs> grudge match. Flair Funk 1989. You know what I mean? Like, that is... The animosity in that was unreal. Uh, he's wearing a bloody wig. So I'm expecting... Get yanked off. Tonight. What? Yanked off the wig. <laughs> you are unstoppable. <laughs> I've tried to stop you many times. I am inevitable. Like, the tone's going to be, like, even, like, I'm watching, um, dreaded, war games. <laughs> I'm watching war games on MP4 on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's like, fucking war games. Violence. Like, hatred and war and violence and career-altering mm-hmm. death. And it's like, it's, it's in a bloody, bloody paint factory. <laughs> I can't take seriously the tone of ostensibly one of, if not the most violent match in pro wrestling history. American history. Like, I can't take any kind of, like, it's difficult to take any kind of plunder brawl seriously unless it's really well worked. Because it's just redundant. They could have a really tonally intense, really well done match. Against that backdrop, it'll mean less than nothing. Like, backdrops can take stars off ratings. And it's not going to be that because he's got a bloody blonde wig on. Like, NXT is honestly, it should get buried more than it does for its absolutely pointlessly egregious violence. We've seen so many ladder matches and cage matches and um, plunder matches already. And it's just like none of it resonates as violence because look at the backdrop. They're going to do like a sort of a comedy-esque match in front of a stupid paint factory. And nonetheless, some of these bumps are probably going to look horrific and be like look like they suck to take. Mm. And none of it's going to register as it should. Who cares who wins as well? Aye. Honestly, I do. Well, aye, but you know what I mean? Like, you want to see, uh, see his big teeth, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to see Cameron Grimes lose anymore, anymore for a while. But he might. You might get. They might think they're giving you both. You might get the reveal of his bald head, and then he Light somehow... bounces off it, blinds him. <laughs> you know, that, that was with uh, Murray in the office with me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I don't care. They're going to really hurt each other at points, and I just the match again. The match at War Games wasn't great. There's not a precedent for this program particularly delivering. It's not getting Cameron Grimes anywhere that he wasn't already. Mm-hmm. Um, as Duke Hudson. Poker stuff, that done now. Are we over him being a poker player? Do we need a new thing for him after he's... Once he's had his wig taken off and he's not playing poker anymore, bald guy. Like, we need... But that's Harland, so we need, he's going to need a new gimmick, isn't he? No, we've said. And he starts playing poker with people, light bounces off his head, people get blind, they can't see their hand. He's not letting this one go. No, this <laughs> one's still over. This is your thing. <laughs> um, speaking of which, I have got a... Yeah, I didn't expect you two to bring any, so don't worry if you haven't. I have got a, this is your thing, that sort of relates to this match, possibly even Cameron Grimes losing it, actually. 
Um, would you like to hear it? Yeah. 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 Uh, we will get to Boa versus Idris and Ofe, but that's kind of a game anyway, so, you know. Um, it relates to something that only me and Michael Hamlet have watched this week. Can you guess what that is? I'll give you a clue. It's a show you're not enforced to watch. Is it that uh, Selling the Sunset? No. Can I take a guess? Yeah. Is Look what was? a sexist thing that was for me. So the buddy wives are telling you to watch them lasses selling property. Is it, is it, based on that description, World Wrestling Entertainment's Smackdown? It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is Smackdown. And on Smackdown, we had the debut of not one, but two new characters. Mm-hmm. on Zylies. Did he bury it? No. Oh, well, ridiculous. She looks like Raiden. She looks great. It's not that, though. I, That's not the debut I'm talking about. I liked about. it. And even then, buried the fact that it was as part of a running. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, watch. Uh, it was, that was one debut, but there was two, two other debuts on this show. Can you remember them, Michael Hamlet? They or, happened quite early. Know. Already know. Um, no. Allow me to pitch to you the new tag team for NXT, which could help Duke Bloody Hudson in this match. Alan and Enrique, okay, the tag team of A&E, the evil male nurses. Brock beat up some nurses and one of them. You were looking after Sami Zayn. One one of them was jacked. jacked. He was, was, it's a proper Jose moment, right? Yeah. He's in the scrubs, but he hadn't rolled all the way up his biceps (laughs) so you could see how jacked he was. This little Charlton Indy guy going, hey. Coming down the aisle now. Build from a local medical facility, <laughs> Alan and Enrique, A and E, the evil male nurses. <laughs> and then, so and then they come down. Maybe they interfere because maybe they were like Duke Bloody Hudson met him because he tried to get a hair transplant or something. Good. They interfere in the match or whatever, right? And then they attack Cameron Grimes and they look at him and he left him laying and they say, "We'll see you in ICU." <laughs> <laughs> Been working a while on that one. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't got like wrestling doctors on any yeah, any any profession is still See there the gap for the in taking. Boys, big gap. I've just thought of it. This is your thing. Can I take one anyway? Absolutely, yeah. MSK on their road to redemption. I forgot about them. Sharp. I haven't got a question about them. What, what next for MSK? They take. Well, I'll tell you what's next. They've had a chat with a shaman. He's given them a perfect idea. We're going to start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they, become, they podcast live over at XT 2.0, reviewing the show as it happens, so it gets out before our review uh, in an attempt to take our spot in the podcast charts. Uh, but they don't finish it because they get too stoned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have a, this is your thing. That's fine. We've got more games to play. I don't want. I want one. Okay. <laughs> um. So they got a rich bitch. Oh my god! I'm so excited for Tiffany's Epiphanies this yep. week. Mainly to the voice I can do, but yes. you know also. Um. What's like? What's left? What's a caricature that's left? Doctor. No, not a doctor yet. Nurse. Yeah. What jobs do we? Rich bitch poker player. Adrenaline junkie, narcoleptic, <laughs> possessed demon. Mon- uh, rich, poor man. That's Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Sports. We've got that covered. With the I mean, they are athletes. So they should, rich, all, they should rich, all be sports. Rich Bloody Holland. Builder? Somebody trying to extend. Well, I've, 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 I've pitched Builder. 
evil builder tries to re-erect Capital Wrestling Center. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Bronson and Briggs. Oh, for fuck's sake. They, you know how tag teams can never be tag teams? They always have to break up. One of them's got, like, a cousin who decides to be, like, hey, hey, hey. I know you've made and everything, but we're family, mm-hmm. and he's a trucker. <laughs> okay, so uh, that is his thing. <laughs> Brog's trucker cousin. <laughs> um, and he hates them because they're never on the road because they're working for an extra. Yeah, <laughs> I missed you in Largo. <laughs> Did I read you the uh, the email? And he, go, and he goes. Breaker, breaker. Moron says, yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> distracted him. At least Roderick Strong. Did I read you the thing that someone sent us the other day? Uh, re being unable to read people's names anymore. I read this on WrestleCulture, didn't I? That list of names. Yes. One of them was Boris Johnson because he couldn't remember what Briggs Jensen was. <laughs> uh, finally, Michael Sidgwick. What will Boa do to Idris Inope tonight? <laughs> the now half-possessed from a dragon spirit lady, Boa. He's harnessed the powers, apparently. Oh, has he harnessed them? That's what he said last week. So he's manipulated now- his powers to issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my God, he's going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's going to kick his ass. Maybe he's going to possess him. But everyone will be obsessed. Yeah, it starts, gets a, starts a stable. Maybe. Um, he's going to kick his ass. Basically, we're going to get the second entrance. It's all about the entrances. Who cares about stories? Who cares about arcs? Who cares about big matches? Who cares about angles, really? It's all about the entrances. They're going to go full Bruce Pritchard with his pricks entrance. Like He's running out of goo guys, Bruce, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's, he's a goo, goo, goo guy. Uh, red lights flashing, um, Boa, like going through the mist, <laughs> the treacherous fog, <laughs> <laughs> the <this> smoke, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what he's gonna do. I, I think I quite liked it just enough. You know the um, vignette he got, and never gets one, and you never can tell he's gonna be eating pins or not. I think I quite liked him. Yeah, and it's like I oh, know he's gonna be a loser what, for ages. What next for Solo Sakura? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to know. Who's the um? Who's the coffee guy? He was like, yeah. The thing about life is, it's been like drinking this cup of coffee somewhere. Oh yeah, they they profiled him on War Games. I can't yeah. remember. So is he a barrister or a customer? That's <laughs> his thing. <laughs> um, before we get to the games, uh, we've got to retire one of them, unfortunately. Yeah. Because basically, the reason. Do you want to explain I the reason? Laugh. The reason for this? Yeah. Um, Despite it being a really valuable platform and getting certain characters over, um, <laughs> regrettably, according to last week's Wrestling Observer newsletter, as originally pointed out by the only person who cared enough to uh, to remember that it hadn't been broadcast for about three weeks, is that and I just appeared on two or five lives, so we're not having a laugh at the fact that her career is over because she's adjusting to an in-ring mm-hmm. role. Fortunately, a vehicle um, lashing out with Lash Legend has been cancelled. Um, you had a little. Well, I thought you know, basically we're retiring Zeitgeist Heist. 
because the only other way that they were going to drop topical references was on commentary. And we had a group meeting and we decided there's no chance we're listening to that commentary. You'd have to pay strict attention to the two hours of, on commentary, which well, in, on WWE television is so easy to phase out. Especially like Vic Joseph on regular speed. Like it's one thing to have to listen to him on double speed. And just oh God! <laughs> but like actually listen to the words he says. So due to the passing of Lashing Out with Lash Legend, I thought we could do a very solemn very serious clap clap snap in memory so let us know how you uh, commemorated that at home now we got they bring it back tonight and she buries the dirt sheets <laughs> and the line was fed <laughs> oh. yeah but Maeve Delta <laughs> hey when, as we lose one thing we've got a new game baby and it's called I need some sort of sound effect I mean Where's Wendy? Hamlet, do you want to explain where's Wendy? Uh, Wendy Chu. We think. We think. Wendy Chu is always asleep. (laughs) She's got. saw her backstage last week when, like, Grizzly Veterans and uh, Jacket Time had a fight. (laughs) She has a better job and wiser instincts than us because she sleeps during NXT (laughs) 2.0. But she keeps. There's twice now, so she was once um, like on a sofa that you could only see when the sort of camera moved and the rest of the moved out of the way. And the other time, she appeared from behind a kitchen counter because apparently the performance centre is just a house, like it's a wrestler house. What's all this yeah. racket about? Yeah, like the rest is going to the diary room. <laughs> it's like just to be able to get like get the frustrations out. I really don't like my old boss. He's a weird guy. Um, and she's asleep in all these various different destinations, mm-hmm. I guess, in the 2.0 dome or surrounding area. And it factors into a little bit, a little skit every week. So, yeah, where's Wendy? So, where is Wendy this week, Michael Hunt? So, um, this is in reference to a character that we've already talked about. Cora Jade is going to be cutting an impassioned promo. She's going to be talking about how, she, yes, she's got her arm injury, but I remember what happened. You did this to me at War Games Dakota Kai and tonight. And she's going to be so serious cutting this promo that she's going to put a skateboard down. She's going to go cut a promo. She's going to go to pick it up. The camera's going to pan down. Wendy's bloody asleep on it. <laughs> and she just slides ever so delicately out of shot asleep on the skateboard. Fantastic. Uh, give some names of some people who are on the show. <laughs> uh, hang on one second. Uh, tell me when to stop and I'll uh, I'll pull up someone from the roster and you can... Yep. Uh, okay. Love this game. We a game within a game. <laughs> uh, tell me when to stop. Stop. Uh, number one to four. Three. Marcel Bartel. Oh, shh. <laughs> Jesus, God, I'm going to spin patter out with him. Uh, I can give you LA Knight instead. No, no, I'll be in my bed. Just like Wendy Chu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> That's how you've done it. She was watching a Marcel Bartel match. Yes. <laughs> we, Marcel. Like, we like them now. We like <laughs> yes, them. Yeah, bless how about, oh my God, I've got it. That's so good workshop with you fellas, right? Marcel Bartel and Fabian Aikner are cutting a promo backstage. Did they win at War Games? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're going to say, that this is why we've won at <laughs> <laughs> War Games. It's because we take the craft seriously. <laughs> this <laughs> this craft... <laughs> so I'm working... Oh, come on, I've got a... You mean take our titles? <laughs> <laughs> I'm developing this. I'm developing this. So they're stood backstage. You can't actually see what's on the ground, right? You can only uh, shot from waist high. 
The implication is that they're on, like the mat, everywhere they stand is sacred. The ground upon which we stand is sacred. V. <laughs> Our Imperium. And uh, the ground on which they're standing is in fact where Wendy Bloody Chew has decided to fall asleep. Oh. Gets better. Gets better. So the camera pans down. And she's asleep on the ground. So yeah, that's how people sleep. <laughs> Watch the tape back Imperium do. And what edgy content is left for NX, uh, TV 14 adjacent NXT 2.0 to cover? They've had tits. They've had, they've had uh, yeah. like swearing, like bleeped out F-bombs. Foot fetish? Well, that's not where I was going. Oh. <laughs> right, so they've had... Gee, you're throwing us off pretty sure. I don't know why that's come to your head. Nothing wrong with it. Um, <laughs> so they've had, like, tits, uh, bleeped out F-words. They've had, like, cancel culture gimmicks. Oh, yeah. uh, sex stuff, 9.5. man and woman violence. Well, that's not going to get teased anymore. Oh. Because when Wendy sleeps on the sacred ground upon which Imperium was stood... That will not do. And the punch went in the face. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm going to retire. from nothing. I'm going to retire every single impersonation gimmick just so we can have Imperium. Any Imperium <laughs> gimmicks. I'm handing that over to you now. Thank you. That will not do. <laughs> I also like, there's no double use in Imperium's... Uh, Vocabulary, they're just all these. <laughs> the uh, Imperium. Well, that'll not do. <laughs> uh, all I had was, because uh, I asked you about, I had to double check, because I don't really know the differences between the match types now in WWE. No holds barred, you can't be counted out, can you? So they could brawl around the arena, correct? Mm -hmm. yeah. Brawl through the back, brawl into the women's changing rooms. And Where's this going? Well, it, all it was was <laughs> gonna, he's going to sit him down in front of a, a mirror with all the lights on. And this isn't me saying, oh, they want to look fa fancy. It's a special, like, toxic attraction mirror because they can't get enough of staring at themselves. Maybe that's where he whips off the, the wig, sends it flying. Where does it land? Wendy chews asleep on a massage table and she pulls it, cuddles it in like a little teddy bear or something. Yeah, was, that was what I was thinking. It's not going to stop Imperium. You're buttering it. Finally, we haven't even mentioned the fact he's in action tonight. Tony D'Angelo versus Andre the Teacher Chase. <laughs> he wins, surely. I mean, Andre Chase never wins matches. No, Andre Chase never wins this matches. This is my perfect match, by the way. Andre, it is, it's, it's, I love Andre and Tony. And, uh, this is like... This is your AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. <laughs> this, is my, this is my winter is coming tonight. Oh, Boas in action. We got, we got Cameron Grimes going on. And we've got that. And then I suppose we've got Hangman Pages and Brian Daniels. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he defeats Andre Chase, so one would assume, before we get to the predictor part of this. Um, one would expect so, yes. What's, uh, what's pushed, he gonna... isn't he? He's not very good, but he's Yes. Well. Will Bourne looked pretty annoyed there. <laughs> <laughs> he's reflexively annoyed. Uh, if there's one thing I don't believe in, it's novelty's wearing off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, what's your predictor for this week? Well, 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 well. We've got a bit of a historical um, context behind the mafia and some education for you if okay. you're willing to hear it. Okay. Um, do you know how the mob was brought down in the 70s? I do not. There was a certain act that was introduced that when the FBI finally learned how to um, use it to their advantage, they could take down the capos, the families in the garbage business. Eh? It was called Rico, right? Okay. Can't remember what the exact four word, uh, words are for the acronym, but it's uh, racketeering something. Basically, it was a law that allowed the FBI to... Um, it is the Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act, where prior to that being introduced, they could, like, pop a soldier for murder, but they wouldn't get anywhere near the boss who uh, commanded the murder mm -hmm. from the soldier. So they'd have the jails filled with all these, like, interchangeable soldiers, and the um, organization itself remained untouched. Higher up, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always protected. Like Finn Bella flopping around like a fish, how you doing? <laughs> Rico allowed them to target the organization itself, at the helm of which were the real bosses, who were the real problems, who were responsible for the most um, crime or whatever. Rico was developed at Notre Dame University. Oh. Huh? So Andre Chase is a college professor. <laughs> and uh, Tony D'Angelo like hey. uh, college professors yeah. because uh, they got his uncle June back in the day <laughs> so there's going to be some kind of uh, he's going to allude to the fact that he doesn't like uh, you know voice cities uh, for that reason how can I follow it like well why not a similar route more Sopranos names <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony D'Angelo is going to have a big problem because uh, did you know that one of his family members actually used to be a student of Andre Chase? Oh. Yeah, that's what ah. he comes like. Uh, we got a history with you, Andre Chase. When you were in your younger days, you were good at sports. And I know that because you see sports at a university level. Well, my uh, cousin, nephew, uncle, one of them guys, <laughs> they went to that university. You know how well your classes worked? So bad, like, we still call him Big Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and he never had the makings of a varsity <laughs> Uh, all I was thinking is he's going to get a few references into the school of hard knocks, okay? That's where he actually learns stuff, okay? And the only books he's been working on is his father's books for the... What did he say? What was the garbage the industry. The garbage industry. Uh, but also <laughs> when Chesterfield at the end. <laughs> industry. <laughs> the garbage industry. <laughs> when I see a book, I just got to cook it. <laughs> Well, I think also he may suggest... It's not even my accent. <laughs> I can't do it. I think he may... Can't do it at once. What is it perfected Imperium? <laughs> I, think, I think what um, what he may suggest, because I googled Mafia terms this week, is that uh, Andre Chase, how about you take it... Wait, tell me if I'm saying this wrong, by the way, Sitch. How about after I uh, beat your ass so bad, you take an omerta... That right? I don't know. It's a vow of silence, so you shut your goddamn lips, you shut your goddamn mouth. You don't teach another motherfucking thing in this town. <laughs> or he just beats him up so bad 
And Andre Chase gets a head injury. And all the stuff he's learned at university, you know what happens, don't you? He's fucking over here! It's a murder, E-R-A. O-M-E-R-T-A. Oh, you made it down to O, very good. I should make it down to C. I started from the bottom going, because I was like, well, he's, he's gone from the top down. I'll just use the other the other way. And some stuff, I was like, oh, don't know if that's a racial slur or not, so I'll just go with omerta. And <laughs> that's the last thing you should be worried about is racial slurs. You've denigrated the entire Italian-American people for the past four months. But you know, the best thing about it is those guys. They, they take it on the chin, and you know what they, they do after that? They forget about it. So it's all good, eh? Hey. Hey, the thing about Will Bourne, <laughs> the thing about Will Bourne here is just he's just breaking balls. <laughs> huh? I'm podcasting here, huh? Let us know your thoughts ahead of NXT <laughs> tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Why say you can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet or Michael Sidgwick. Life will never be as good as this. M Sidgwick. <laughs> follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. As I said, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Our raw review is available right now, and our review of this show will be available tomorrow as soon as it is released. But for now, this is the NXT Two Fight oh! Review. My thanks to the Dadly Boys. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.